Welcome, 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 friends. I am so glad you're listening today. My name is Kaz. I'm your host, and you're listening to Following Jesus in Real Life podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode. So as you noticed last week, I didn't post any episode. And the first reason being is that I started a new creative project and most of my energy and time has been going towards that project. Then second of all, in all honesty, coming up with two different episodes for the subject of kindness and goodness has been hard. Actually, part of my preparation for the podcast is reading a few Bible plans and doing extra research and time in prayer. Even through the Bible plans that I was reading, the information that I was getting on the subjects were really simple and difficult to go deeper in, at least in my perspective. I think that kindness and goodness really are the parts of the fruit of the Spirit that are less talked about. I decided that today's episode was going to be structured a little bit differently than the rest of the season. So I am bringing you more towards the reflection that I had towards kindness and goodness and the conclusion that I got. Let's start with defining what kindness and goodness mean. Someone who has kindness is someone who is friendly, considerate, helpful, uh, someone who looks for the well-being of others, someone who's generous. And... To have goodness is to have the desire to morally do the right thing. So it's someone who's honest, honorable, full of integrity. I passed a few days repeating myself these definitions and asking the Spirit to give me insight on why I was having such a hard time coming with an episode. Why I was having such a hard time going deeper in what kindness and goodness is. And I realized that the question that I was asking myself was, do you really need the Spirit to be kind? Do you really need the Spirit to be filled with goodness? At the beginning of the season, I talked that the fruit of the Spirit is not something that you're supposed to have on your own. It's actually something that you cultivate through the relationship that you have with the Spirit, with God and Jesus. So It's not something that comes from your own strength and it's something that takes time and the more that you practice this, the more that the fruit grows and matures. And I realized that the way I was thinking, I was telling myself, kindness and goodness, everybody has it. Everybody is supposed to be kind and everybody is supposed to be good. I can do that on my own strength. You know, loving certain people is really difficult or being patient through certain circumstances can be so painful and so... I know for a fact that when I'm able to be patient through those difficult situations or to love someone that I find difficult to love, I without a doubt know that it's because of the Spirit. But when it comes to kindness and goodness, I believe that, or at least I did believe that it was from my own strength. It was because I am a kind person. And so I brought this reflection to God and I said, if this is said that it's from the Spirit, why do I think that it comes from me? Help me understand, God, why I think the way that I'm thinking. And as I was having that reflection, it came to my attention that I am a very humanistic person. So I don't know if you know what this means, but it's a perspective of the world where you believe that the human in itself has so much potential and so much um, strength to do whatever he or she sets his mind to. 
even when I was studying psychology in college, I realized that I would always opt as humanistic as the best perspective and approach to help people and understand people. So now that I knew that, I believe everybody was supposed to be kind and everybody was supposed to be good because ultimately the human is good. So we should treat each other equally, you know, and we should all watch out for the good of the other because the, we know that the other matters. And I realized that that comes from Jesus' teachings. The humanistic perspectives comes from the human has value and the human is in the middle of the world as like the middle attention because we have so much power in us. But actually that comes from what Jesus thought. Jesus is the first revolutionary who, who said that people had value, no matter the background, no matter the ethnicity. Everybody had, you know, access to knowledge through Jesus. Because the people that he chose, he didn't choose high-class people. He chose people who usually would have not hang out with a teacher. Jesus is the one who actually changed our mindset to believe that the human, all humans, had so much potential, so much value, and were supposed to be taken care of. And so then I came back to my question where I was asking myself, do I really need the spirit to be filled with goodness and kindness? And the answer is yes, because only the Holy Spirit can guide me and convict me of the truth that everyone matters. And you see, in the culture right now, so many people are for human rights and as it should be, but those teachings come from Christianity. They come from what Jesus thought. So at the very basics, when you believe that everybody should be treated the same and everybody should be kind and everybody should be good, it's because you agree with what Jesus said. Another thing that I thought was so interesting to look at is that good is the opposite of evil. We see that right in Genesis when God says to Adam and Eve, you can't eat from this fruit because you'll know good and evil. But it also says in the Bible that no one is good except from God alone. God embodies goodness. God embodies what is good. Actually, Jesus is the one in the Bible who says that no one is good except God alone. You can find it in Luke chapter 18 verse 19 and Mark chapter 10 verse 18. So goodness comes from godliness. If we were 100% apart from the presence of God, we cannot have kindness and goodness because it flows from love. It's motivated by the desire to do good. It's motivated by the desire to walk like Jesus. Now let's continue talking about kindness. There's a verse in Ephesians 4 verse 31, 32 that I like a lot. It says, get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as Christ God forgave you. So in the most simplest way here, it says, don't do anything that's evil, do what is good. Because all the first things that it, it says, bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, slander, malice, everything is evil. 
and kindness and compassionate is good. So it says, don't do what God doesn't do. But then it continues and says, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ, God forgive you. It made me think that oftentimes I see kindness as helping someone do something. Smiling to people when I see them on the street. Holding the door for somebody else to come. Doing these little actions, you know, that are considerate and friendly towards others. But as I was reading this verse, I realized that sometimes kindness can look like generosity. Generosity in love and patience and forgiveness and grace and encouragement and understanding and empathy. It's, again, an attitude of love displayed. A verse that I like a lot about goodness is 3 John 1.11. And it says, Dear friend, do not imitate what is evil, but what is good. Anyone who does what is good is from God. And anyone who does what is evil has not seen God. Like I said in the first episode, you can't love if you don't know love. Well, you can't have goodness if you don't know who is goodness. When we're fulfilled with goodness, we don't only do what we think is right and what is wrong because that's how it feels. Goodness is a moral understanding of what is good and what is evil. And it's a commitment that we make of doing the good thing. Even if it costs us something, even if it's uncomfortable, even if we don't feel like it. Having goodness means that we morally commit to doing what is good. And we do it because we know that that is what Jesus did. And we do it because we know that that is what pleases God. We're already at the end of the episode and I want to leave you with three journal prompts that I highly suggest you bring in prayer to go deeper in your understanding of kindness and goodness. So the first question is, am I being kind out of my own strength? Like I shared at the beginning, I thought anybody can be kind, anybody can be good. This is really not a big deal. (laughs) It doesn't have to come from the spirit. But I think that I was actually wrong. So are you being kind out of your own strength? And what would it look like if it actually came from the Spirit? The second question is, to who can you offer your kindness this week? How can you offer kindness this week? If you want to challenge yourself a little bit more, try giving kindness to someone that you often see but aren't connected to. It might be someone you always see at the metro. It might be someone you always see at school, at work, at the grocery. Challenge yourself to be kind to everyone around you and to find ways to display it. As I'm editing the podcast, I realized that I forgot mentioning something. So I know that the sound is going to be a little bit different because I don't have my microphone on right now but kindness is not always something that we have to give to the other it's also something that we get to receive we are deserving of our own kindness so maybe today the question for you is not how can you display kindness to others but how in this week can you show yourself kindness third question is what do i know 
about God's goodness. This is important because like I said, goodness comes from godliness. Goodness 100% is God. But what do you truly know about it? We know a lot about peace. We know a lot about patience. We know a lot about love. But what do we know about goodness? If you have no answers, absolutely no answers to this question, I would suggest that you look at Jesus' life because that was a perfect example of goodness. He died for us because he knew that morally and in the big picture, that was what was good. So I would suggest that you start looking at Jesus' life and you start looking at the ways that he did good no matter the circumstance and the ways that he went away from evil so we can start replicate those behaviors and start living like Jesus. This concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that this encouraged you. You can find me on TikTok and Instagram at Heal with Kaz for more content about mindset, inner child work, and the journey of healing. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. On this note, see you next Wednesday.